Right, so this week's parish is Parshas Kisavai. Uh, the main, the main thing which is read in Parshas Kisavai is the is the Teichacha, which is the rebuke. Talks about the, the Jewish people being kicked out of Eretz Yisrael because of the bad things which they did. The Gemara Megillah says that you always read the Teichacha before the end of the year, before the end of the Jewish calendar year, which would be coming right up. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the new year, so this is coming at the very end of the year. It says, Tich Lashanah the year should end with its curses, Tachel Shanah the year should begin with its blessings. So it's the end of the year, so we read about the, the curses, literally the curses of the Teichacha, should read before the end of the year. Teichus points out that we read it the... Um, not the, 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 the there's always one Shabbos in between the reading of the Teichacha and the New Year. There's always one Shabbos in between. So let's talk about maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that a drop. And also there's another issue which is mentioned in Parshas Kisavah. The Parsha starts off with the Parsha of Bikurim. Parsha of Bikurim is that the um, from the fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael, a person who has fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael, he brings the first of the fruits to the Beis HaMikdash, he gives them to the, to the Kehanim, to, to the priests in the Beis HaMikdash, and there's a process of which he, he makes a declaration of appreciation that, he, that God gave, gave the Jews Eretz Yisrael, he took them out of Mitzrayim, and he, he's, it's, it's, it's an expression of, of, of thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that you're bringing the Bikurim. What is the connection between Bikurim and the Teichacha? They follow through. Simply, you may say, because it's all discussion of the land, right? Because you bring Bikurim from the fruits of the land, and the main curse and klala of the Teichacha is that the Jews were kicked out of Eretz Yisrael. They, were, they sent into the Asper, they were sent into Galas, and there the Tsaras, the, the troubles and the pain were much worse. But maybe we could say even a little bit more. So if you, if you read, it's very interesting, the, the Pasuk says that when you come to the Kayin, which is the priest of Shia Bayam that will be in that time in the base of Mikdash, and you'll say to him, this declaration, and Hashem took us, we came to the land of Israel, we have it, and, and then he does the process, he waves it by the, by the Mizbech. So Rashi says, why do you say, make this declaration? You make this declaration, you should not be someone who denies, uh, is ingrateful person, you shouldn't be ingrateful. So that's just that's why you make the declaration of the Bikurim. When you in when you read in the Teichacha towards the very end of the Teichacha, after saying all the terrible things that are going to happen, it says, "Tachas, all these things are happening." These things are happening in place. Instead of you didn't serve Hashem with happiness and goodness, when you had an abundance of of of, of good with you. So it's a strange thing. So when you didn't, when you were, it's almost like the Teichach is happening to you because, or it seems to be saying, because when you had a lot, you didn't serve Hashem happily. Now, so therefore now, you don't have a lot. You're in pain and suffering. You're kicked out of your land. You don't have any money. You don't have what to eat. So, so is this, is this connected? So, let's go back one more piece of information and we try to tie everything together. The, in in Parshas Vayetze, when it talks about the 
12 tribes were born. So the fourth of the 12 tribes, 11 of them were born of Parshish Vayetzeh, Sechar Benyamin. But the fourth son born to Leah, his name was Yehuda, Judah. And what's the word Yehuda in, in, uh, in Lashon Kodesh, in Hebrew? Is, Leah says, Hapam Odes Hashem. This time I'm going to give thanks to Hashem. And that's why I called this name Yehuda. It's a word which works with thanks. And Rashi says, why, why you know, this time I'm going to give thanks to Hashem? He says, because they were aware, the Imais were aware that Yaakov was going to have th- four wives and he was going to have 12 children. So they figured they'll each have three. And she had four. She said, now, now I'm going to give thanks to Hashem because I took more than my portion. I should have had only three sons. Now I have a fourth child. This is, uh, I, just, I have to give thanks. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult concept. I mean, all of a sudden, only because you get more than, you, more than you're thinking you deserve, you have to give thanks. You need to give thanks even, even for whatever it is that you have. So the answer is, I think, that, that, that Leah was teaching us that why do you give thanks? What is the essence of giving thanks? The essence of giving thanks is because you recognize it's something you didn't necessarily need to get. You weren't wasn't coming to you. And if you recognize that things are not coming to you, so then you're thankful to someone, to a person, or, to, to, or certainly to Hashem, for the things that He gives you, because you recognize He didn't have to. Right? Why do you say thank you to another person, aside from being polite? It's because that person did something for you that they, didn't, they could have chosen not to. So the essence of a suit, she, so really, it's not that she didn't really give thanks until she had the fourth child, but she was saying, recognize that you give thanks because whatever you're getting, that's the essence of thanking. When you get something which you, you don't think was coming to you necessarily, that's when you thank. So when you're giving the Bikurim, so, so let's skip to the Teichachal for a second. Teichachal, we say, you didn't serve Hashem, B'Simcha, and Habris when you had a lot. Why would that be? Because, it, the, the, why would that be? That would be because you didn't recognize that it was coming to you from Him. Or, you felt like, you know what? It's coming to me, I'm entitled. The dangers of entitlement, it's a hot-button political issue today, but entitlement, you know, you think it's coming to you, and you don't have, therefore you have no responsibilities, no responsibilities coming along with it. So, because you didn't appreciate it, you thought it was coming to you, you didn't think it, you didn't think it was something which you had to acknowledge was coming your way. So there we, and then comes out the terrible things of the Teichacha. And that could be a connection between the Teichacha and Bikurim. Because Bikurim was saying, why are you bringing the Bikurim? You're not a Kafu Teichacha. You recognize that things are coming to you from Hashem. So if you would recognize that things are coming to you and you'd be thankful for things that you have, then you wouldn't have come to the end of the parasha with the story of the Teichacha. How do you avoid becoming and feeling entitled? So that's, if you look at the process of Bikurim, it's, it's not just a one-time not just the day, oh, you pick up some fruit and you bring it up to, to the base of Mikdash. You go into the field, you see when it's growing, and you tie a string around the first fruit to come out, and that's the fruit that you'll bring up. Meaning, it's a, if you, that, that's the process of Bikurim. What I mean to say, uh, what I mean to say is this, that two things I want to say. First of all, we said, Taisa says, you read it, there's one Shabbos between the reading of the Taichacha and the end of the year. And we said, the Gemara says, why do you read, why do you read, uh, why do you read, uh, the Teichachah before the end of the year, because Tachel Shana Berchaisel, that the year should begin with its prophets, <coughs> and the Klaus should be in the, in the year that passed. So, why is that? Because how do you avoid the Teichachah? You avoid the Teichachah by not feeling entitled. You avoid the Teichachah by thankful for what you have. How do you, how do you, how are you, one, thankful for what they have? 
only if they give themselves a moment to think. They give themselves a moment to think. At the end of a day, at the end of a hard day, when we could all be frustrated, and we sit down and we're, and we're, we're frustrated and there's a lot of challenges and, there, and some people, some days are, are very bad, some days are less bad, some days are great. But if you sit down at the end of the day and you think and you find, you know, today I was healthy, even if you weren't healthy. Today I, I had this, I had this good thing, that good thing. If you sit for a moment and you think that's a way not to feel entitled. And it's not only with the relationship with Hashem, it's relationships with other people as well. You know, sometimes relationships can be trying. But if you sit down, if you, if you give yourself a moment to think and to realize that there's positive aspects to a different person and positive aspects to the relationship with that person, that's a way to, to, be, to, be, to be appreciative and, to, and, to, and not to feel entitled that things are coming your way. You'll realize your own personal faults and where your failings are and somebody's tolerant of you, perhaps, it's, perhaps they could have been much less nice to you <laughs> based on, on what you, how you behave. But that's the way, so that's could be why we also read it before, we give it one week before the end of the year, because you want to go into the year with some time to, to build up that, that, um, that reservoir of acknowledgement that, that, that you're not entitled. And one last point, though, as we go, as we go into, into L, it's just, it's, it's, it's comforting. It's going to Rosh Hashanah, not L, it's comforting. We say, it's this interesting thing, it says, the Teichah came because you, you didn't serve Hashem with Simcha when you had a lot. So it means, you know, sometimes if things are going tough for a person, uh, recognize that, you know, even that the demands on you may not, may not be as, as great. And when they were going through the Teichah and things were not good, it sounds like, it sounds like Hashem wasn't as upset if things weren't good and, and you didn't perform as good as you should. So you shouldn't beat yourself up. Uh, sometimes things are hard for people. You always have to try your hardest, but sometimes, you know, often we're not as successful as we'd like to be. And, and we should, we should uh, at least, we should also take solace from this Pasuk on the, the flip side of the Pasuk, aside for the recognizing that we need to not feel entitled, but also to realize, even if we missed a little bit and we weren't as perfect as we should have been when things are difficult, Hashem understands. Anyway, that is what I want to say for this week. Yeah. Shabbat Shalom. Okay. Uh, I, uh